Welcome to this episode of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. Thanks for joining me. This week, we will recap the RPAC Rundown featured matchup from last week as Hitchcock County won big on the gridiron in their first game of the season over Bayard. Following that, we will look at the football scoreboard from a week ago, and also we will look at some results across our sports this past week. Then we have a pair of guests, head coach of the Arapahoe football team, Dustin Kronhoffman, as they are 1-0, and we'll play Loomis this week, and we will be there for the RPAC Rundown featured matchup. We also will be in Arapahoe for our first RPAC Rundown featured matchup on the volleyball court, as Arapahoe hosts a triangular with Dundee County Stratton and Hitchcock County. Also, we'll visit with Crystal Souser, head coach of the Wallace volleyball team as they got the season started at the Nebraska State Fair against Hastings. As always, visit rpacrundown.com for anything RPAC-related. Like our weekly blogs, we have all the results there from the past week. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll look at some results. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. To start out, let's check out some results. We begin in girls golf. Cambridge, Dundee County, Stratton, and Southwest all competed at the McCook Invite. Some quick highlights from that meet for RPAC members. Emma Rasmussen of Cambridge placed 15th shooting a 110. For Southwest, Elizabeth Townsend paced the Rough Riders with a 122 and placed 21st, and Kennedy Bailey of Dundee County Stratton finished 18th with a 120. On the softball diamond, Southern Valley Alma had an interesting week with some games being played, some being canceled due to the weather, so they had to deal with some adversity as the schedule changed throughout the week. They went 1-2 and two in the week with a win over Chase County and losses to McCook and Alliance. The volleyball season got rolling this week for our pack schools. Let's look at a few results. Cambridge hosted a tournament on Saturday with a few RPAC schools, including Southwest and Juanita Palisade. The Rough Riders were able to win the tournament, as in the championship match they beat Cambridge two sets to none. In some other volleyball results, Wallace was selected to play in the Bill Marshall Volleyball Classic at the Nebraska State Fair on Saturday, and they played Hastings. Wallace was able to steal one set from the Tigers, 26-24, but wasn't able to keep up that momentum as they dropped the final two sets, 25-15 and 25-19, to fall in the match two sets to one. And for Paxton, they traveled to Maywood Hayes Center for a triangular with the Wolves and Sand Hills Valley. Against Maywood Hayes Center, the Tigers won two sets to none, with the set scores being 25-22 and 25-23. Paxton then took the match with Sand Hills Valley in two sets, with set scores being 25-10 and 25-22. To see all of the results from the past week in the RPAC, go to rpacrundown.com and check out the RPAC Rundown Report, as we have a blog there with all of the results. We'll take a break, and we'll look at our RPAC Rundown football scoreboard. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated, here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. Gym memberships are available, $15 for individuals, $20 for families. 
It was a busy week on the gridiron in week one for our pack schools. Let's take a look at the scores, but beforehand, we'd like to thank our great sponsor of the RPAC Rundown Football Scoreboard. The RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard is brought to you by MNB Realty. MNB Realty is a full-service real estate agency that specializes in residential, commercial, agriculture, farms, and ranches. Now let's check out those scores. Alma was able to beat Axtell 50-22. Interesting game there for the Cardinals. They started on Friday night, but due to the weather, they ended up having to finish on Saturday morning as they were able to beat the Wildcats. Arapaho took down Arcadia Loop City 38-12. Overton beat Bertrand 39-12. North Platte St. Pat's, the number one team in Class D1, beat Cambridge 35-0. Dundee County Stratton, one of the top teams in Class D2, was able to beat Sedgwick County, Colorado, 32-14. Hitchcock County beat Bayard, 54-12. Maxwell got a big win over Morrill, 72-6. Maywood Hay Center beat Sutherland, 26-22. Mullen took down Medicine Valley, 55-14. Paxton was able to shut out Hay Springs, 33-0. Southern Valley beat Sandhills Valley, 34-26. Southwest took down South Platte, 47-19. Cody Kilgore beat Wallace, 64-14. And Juanita Palisade beat Banner County, 39-10. We'd like to thank our great sponsor for the Weekly Football Scoreboard. The RPAC Rundown Weekly Football Scoreboard is brought to you by MNB Realty. MNB Realty is a full-service real estate agency that specializes in residential, commercial, agriculture, farms, and ranches. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, we'll visit about our RPAC Rundown featured matchup as Hitchcock County took care of business on the field versus Baird on Friday night. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown podcast. Coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C-Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Here at Crabelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. We had another battle on the gridiron for our RPAC Rundown featured matchup as Hitchcock County played host to Bayard to start the season. Following a state championship victory in 2022, Hitchcock County was looking to get the 2023 campaign off to a strong start. Well, did they ever on Friday evening as they played host to Baird, as we mentioned, and won big 54-12. The Falcons were rolling from the opening kickoff as they scored on their first possession in six plays, capped off by a one-yard run by Jackson Unrein to make the lead 8-0 with just over nine minutes to go in the first quarter. The Falcons got a stop on their first defensive possession, and a poor punt from Bayard allowed Hitchcock County to play with a short field. It only took two plays, and Unrein again found himself in the end zone, this time from 26 yards out, and the Falcons went up 16 to nothing. Hitchcock County's defense continued to dominate in the first quarter as they posted another stop, and then the offense kept rolling as Unrein again scored from a yard out, and all of a sudden it was 24 to nothing with 120 to go in the first quarter. That was what the score read at the end of the first period. 
In the second quarter, it was much of the same as Hitchcock County scored at the 519 mark on a 24-yard run by Carson Schuler, advancing the lead to 32 to nothing. In the later stages of the half, the Falcons were able to score with 147 remaining as Hitchcock County ran a trick play. Carson Schuler's pass to Ashton Parker Johnson went for six from 20 yards out. The Falcons converted the two-point conversion and led 40 to nothing. They took that lead into halftime. In the second half, Bayer did come out swinging as they were able to score on a 55-yard run from their quarterback. It was 40-6 to at that point. The Falcons answered back quickly as Unrind found Mason Schilke with a dime from 29 yards out to push the lead back up to 48-6. to The second half rolled on as the running clock made the second 24 minutes go by quickly. In the fourth quarter, Hitchcock County scored again at the 514 mark with Maddox Schilke getting into the end zone and advancing the lead 54-6. Baird was able to punch it in one more time, making the final score 54-12. Unofficially, Hitchcock County was led by Jackson Unrine and his 103 yards rushing and four total touchdowns. Carson Schuler added 54 yards rushing and scored a pair of touchdowns. Hitchcock County wins their 14th game in a row, and they have now won 20 of their last 21 games and start the season at 1-0. They will play Sandhill Thetford this week. We'd like to thank our great sponsors for this RPAC Rundown featured matchup. Lakeside Sand and Gravel, LLC, First Central Bank, and Scouts Recreation. We'll take a break, and then we'll visit with head coach of the Arapahoe football team, Dustin Kronhoffman. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats, along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Dustin Kronhoffman, head coach of the Arapahoe Warriors. Well, coach, you're 1-0 on the season. You beat Arcadia Loop City on the road 38-12. Overall, what were your thoughts on that victory? You know, coming out of the first week, one and zero. You know, you got to be happy with it, and uh, that's the main thing is getting a W. Um, but you know, offensively, we didn't execute the way we wanted. Uh, we played a little better defensively than uh, I thought we could play, and uh, played to the level of our ability uh, for most of the game. We did have some breakdowns and and some mental mistakes and some penalties that cost us some fourth downs, but for the uh, but overall, you know, getting the win was great. Uh, offensively, we got to execute and block better. Defensively, uh, if we can keep improving, I, I think I think we could be pretty good at defensively. Now, looking at the offensive side, it looks like you kind of did it by committee on Friday with Will Casey, Trenton Roscop, Grayson Kohler, and others made an impact. Is that kind of how you see your team attacking opponents this season? Yeah, I mean, we got we got some really good athletes, and if we can if we can spread the ball out and and make people people guess who's going to get it, I think that's to our advantage. And and plus, any of those guys can can break a touchdown at any time. So, uh, yeah, that's exactly how we're going to attack it. You know, spread the ball around, uh, let our playmakers make some plays. And we had talked in the offseason, Coach, offensive line play was going to be a little bit of a stepping stone, maybe some questions to begin the year, but I know it's only been one week. How did you feel the offensive line played last week? You know, we got some work to do. We had we had some good moments. Uh, we just need to be more aggressive, and we got to attack defenders instead of just kind of sitting. So, you know, that's really going to be our focus this week is to be in attack mode on offensive line, especially on our run plays. 
Now on the defensive side, sophomore Hayden Seach, he, he led your team in tackles. He was right up there as the top tacklers throughout the game. Where have you seen him improve and grow from last year to this year? You know, he's he's gotten quite a bit stronger from, you know, last year he was just a freshman and kind of pupils were wide open the whole time. And this year, you know, he's settling in and he's able just to make some plays and not just think the whole time. So, you know, he's bigger, faster, stronger, and that's really helped him out. Um, with the physicality of the game and and you know he we just kind of turned him loose and um, hopefully he can do that every game now you're getting ready for this Loomis team this week for your home opener they're 1-0 after their victory over Kennesaw upon checking out the film what have you seen from Loomis man they got a they got a quarterfinal roster they got they got dudes up and down the lineup and um, they got backups that are pretty good as well so um, they got a really big line, those three up front. They got two guys that are about 6'2", 260, and another kid that's 6'2", 215. Uh, so we're going to have our hands hands full offensively and defensively on the line. Uh, and then they got playmakers. You know, Loomis always has athletes. They got playmakers at the quarterback uh, position, that uh, Coy Meyer kid, and um, running back, the Boer kid, the Freeland kid, and the Nelson kid uh, split out and uh Trompke kid at tight end so i mean they got they got athletes everywhere and we're gonna have to be disciplined and play mistake-free football to be in the game now with the home opener it's always exciting but for you coach and your team how excited are you to have your your home opener this week uh you know we love playing at home love playing at home and um hopefully we can get a good crowd there um and just just being at home you know the more rapo fans that can be there the better and we want to be able to, you know, play smart and play mistake free and and play hard and give great effort. If we can do that, you know, we'll be right in the game. Many thanks to Dustin Kronhoffman for joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. We will be in Arapahoe on Friday for that matchup as they play Loomis. We'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll visit with Crystal Souser, head coach of the Wallace volleyball team. JBK Operating LLC is available for all of your oil field hot oiling, steaming, and well pumping needs. Contact J Webb at 308 340 0741 and see how JBK Operating LLC in Cambridge can help you. Good luck to the area athletes from JBK Operating LLC. At Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation, we believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things that you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out the website, scoutsrecreation.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Crystal Souser, head coach of the Wallace volleyball team. Well, coach, you're a few weeks into practice. So far, how have practices been going in the early stages? Uh, practice have been good. I mean, after last year, we knew some of the big things we needed to work on, and we've been able to zone in on those a little bit more. And then, of course, always clean up those little things that we have to work on every year. But so far, so good. And in these early stages, of course, during the offseason, you kind of know what you have coming back for leaders. But who have you seen on your team emerge as leaders for your team? Uh, Kendall Fleming has done a really good job coming in as a leader. Um, but really, honestly, we have four seniors that they each have their own little role for us. And um, Skyler Kuhlman and Brooke Bryant both 
both have that just always their mentality ready to roll for us. And then Reagan Pelster comes in too and does, and, and she is one that we can count on to do what we need her to do, um, passing in that back row for us. Now your team had the opportunity to, to play at the Bill Marshall Volleyball Classic at the Nebraska State Fair. Before we get into the match itself against Hastings, how does a team get selected to play in that? And what kind of experience was that for your team? Um, actually, it was our <laughs> Mr. Bob Wraithwaite had come to me early on and, and said, hey, this could be a possibility. Would you be interested? And of course, I was like, mm, pretty scared. I was like, I really don't want to go and one of those things and just like get annihilated. But after some talking and, and pushing me outside that comfort zone a little bit, um, they put our name in and then it was one of those selection processes and we got called back and said we were, we were welcome to come. So, and then it was just one of those things that gets thrown on your schedule. And so beginning of the year, we knew that this was an opportunity of a lifetime. So like, it's one of those things the girls are excited about and just the opportunity to be able to play at the Heartland event center and, and, play in that environment and play the two courts going back and forth. I said, you just got to use this as motivation and like kind of one of those one more experience things. So it's not so scary in postseason. And, and if we get to that, that, uh, or when we get that sub-district game again, so it's not so such a big shock for them. So it was a great day all the way around. I mean, lots of, lots of learned a lot and learned a lot about us and for the fact they showed up and, was able to take that first set and just play close. And the second two sets was was a huge confidence boost for the girls on the top of it. And that's what I was going to ask you about next. When it comes to that match, you fell two sets to one to a Class B team. And for the Wildcats being Class D too, overall as a coach, when you assessed it, how did you feel after that game? You know, like you're always disappointed when you lose. I mean, you always expect, I mean, you always want them to do the best that they can. But I mean, they really did. I mean, we served lights out. We just got really... <laughs> consistent on our hitting. I mean, we just kept hitting the same spot over and over and over. And it's one of those things that that's one of the things we got to work on and is just making sure that we can adjust in the game. I mean, they had a game plan. We had a game plan going in and they followed that game plan, but it, almost to a fault because then they, they, we just didn't adjust as the game went on. And then of course, Hastings was able to adjust and find our holes and, and they were able to then take advantage in the second two sets. But just for the fact that we stayed and competed was just impressive for these girls. Many thanks to head coach of the Wallace volleyball team, Crystal Souser, for joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast. We'll take a break, and then it's time to announce the Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say First Central Bank is here to stay. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back. It's time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. Member FDIC. Our female athlete of the week goes to Brecklin Hammond of Southern Valley. She had 23 assists against Highline and 29 assists and eight aces against Sand Hills Valley last week. Our male athlete of the week goes to Ethan Latta of Dundee County Stratton. Ethan had 202 yards rushing and four touchdowns in their 32-14 win over Sedgwick County last week. Once again, 
Our Athletes of the Week are brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. That will do it for this episode. As always, go to rpacrundown.com and follow us on social media for all of your RPAC needs. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Evan Jones.